we're so happy to have you all on. Uh, we're going to hop into the word. And um, one thing that had come up to me yesterday, actually, um, during our 6 a.m. prayer was um, Barrett was actually praying out about people dreaming again. And so I um, started to meditate on that. And what I believe the Lord was encouraging me in was to increase the way that we're dreaming, to have God-sized dreams. And that um, sometimes, I know that for myself, I had had dreams in the past, and then I had learned that, you know, I want to be led in my dreams, you know. And so, in a way, I had stifled myself in um, not dreaming because I was like, okay, I'm not going to have any other dreams unless it's Lord dreams, so I'm not going to dream at all. I don't know if anybody else has done that. Put your hands up in the comment if you've done that. And so what the Lord has been uh, reminding me of is that, no, He wants us to get our hopes up. And we have um, another broadcast that we did a few weeks ago also about that, about getting your hopes up. Like, don't hold back and getting your hopes up on a promise that the Lord has spoken to you. And then even more than getting your hopes up is dreaming big. And I know that Pastor mentioned on the broadcast the other day, believing uh, for billionaire status. You know, God, the Lord says that he's taking the wealth of the wicked and putting it into the hands of the righteous. And so just allowing yourself to believe for those things yeah. and um, getting your hopes up in that way. Yeah. And um, some of the, the Lord was just showing me different verses, but we even um, quoted this in one of our, actually this morning's uh, declaration, which is, oh, it's in Luke somewhere. I know it's in Luke. Um, about how he kept increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. That's Luke 2.52. Thank you, Barrett. I heard that. Um, Luke 2.52. Yep. And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. And if Jesus did it, then we're able to put faith that we can expect to receive the same thing. Yeah. That we're continually believing that we're growing in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. And um, one thing that the Lord was showing me is, um, I'm just sharing like all these stories. Um, one thing that he was showing me was that I had believed a lie in the past that um I just like, okay, I can't wait to go to heaven so that I don't have to like face any attacks, you know, because I'm like, well, the word says that there are going to be attacks formed against us. And so that's going to be my whole life. And I'm like, what's the point? (laughs) Like, I just can't wait to go to heaven. And obviously we know that he's made us more than a victor. But one thing that the Lord was showing me was that yesterday was the smallest I'll ever be. Yeah. And so that means that, yeah, there might be attacks, but if I'm continually increasing in wisdom and in favor and stature with God and man, then that means that I'm continually growing. And so even though attacks might be coming, I'm going to be overcoming them easier yeah. and easier and easier. And the Lord just kind of showed that to me within the past few days. I was like, oh, my goodness. And allowing myself to dream in that way and to yeah. see myself in that way that it'll just roll off my back. It's not that, like, I'll be... 30 years down or even a year into going forward and that there'll be like continuing attacks and I'll be handling it in the same way. No, I'm growing in maturity. So yesterday, however I handled that attack, it's that's the hardest that it will have ever been because I'm continuing to grow in that wisdom and stature and in favor in the yeah. Lord. This is such an important topic. And I'm, I'm really glad that we're talking about it yeah. because 
hope and dreaming, it's, it's so huge. And so many people right now, they don't have any hope. They don't have any, because they don't have hope, they don't have any faith. Mm-hmm. And they're not seeing the promises of God. They're not seeing the manifestation of God in their lives. And it's because people just, for different reason, they've had so many attacks and things, and they're just scared to hope again, scared mm-hmm. to dream again. They also don't believe that they're righteous. Like, that's um, that's something that I've dealt mm-hmm. with a lot is I've, I've stepped into legalism and... Um, when there's been something like, okay, I want to see God's manifested glory, God's blessings here on the earth, instead of going to, how is God going to do it? This is going to be so great. I put my faith in God. I've immediately gone to, how how can I do it? How can I manifest the supernatural? But I can't do it on my own. I can't, I'm not designed to... To uh, to manifest without God, right. my my legalism, my works, my efforts will not do it. They won't be enough. Yeah. And so um, I I know for me, I've had to step out of legalism so much and That's go back right. to righteousness. Mm-hmm. And if anybody has not, um, if they have not very much studied the topic of righteousness, it is essential. <laughs> it is crucial. It is it is literally the most crucial thing mm-hmm. for me, probably. Um, because it affects everything. If if we don't have a revelation that we are righteous, when anything comes up, any attack, any circumstance comes up, we will go to ourselves to try to fix it. And we can't. We'll mm-hmm. never be enough. We have the Lord's righteousness, which makes us able to access His grace for yeah. every situation. If we have a dream, something that we desire, we don't have to go to, am I worth it? Am I right. am I valuable enough to receive this dream? Because mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with our value. Our our ability to receive the dreams that God's placing in us, it goes back to, I haven't earned it. Jesus earned it on the cross. So I'm yeah. going to receive my dreams because He loves me and He has great plans for me, right. according to Jeremiah 29, 11. Yeah, yeah. And if we um, do have that sin consciousness, then our conscience isn't clear to be able to believe that God has good plans for us and that he wants to increase our vision and increase our capacity. If we're continually thinking that we've messed up or that I'm not worth it, then we're not going to be able to get in that position of receiving. Yeah, we can't receive anything Mm -hmm. with a seared conscience, with anything on our conscience. And even just even just the the false belief of not being righteous, even though it's not true, even though we've received the righteousness of God, if we believe truly deep down, I'm I don't I don't believe I'm actually righteous. We will receive nothing. Right. It's like in in James, it talks about mm-hmm. that. It being a double minded man. Double minded man. I think it also talk. I think that's where it also talks about. Um, let me go to it real quick. If I can find it. I mean, they just sing the books of the Bible, so. I'm- <laughs> Um, there's also the other verse that I was thinking of where your um, faith is feared. I don't know where that one is either. But that we're not. James, isn't is it? that the same one that Maybe not. But find it. Where is that? Where does it talk about? I know the double minded verses in James. Where I'm trying to find the verse that talks about if you. It talks about having the seared conscience. Mm-hmm. James. Um, Here's where it talks about, though, um, being double-minded and everything. James 1, 4. And let endurance, or no, it's not James 1, 4. It's 8. Um, 
Oh, no, let's go to six. It's all so good. I, like, I feel like, what are we going to do? Just start from the verse one <laughs> and go through the whole thing. Let's start at um, verse... Ugh, man, I want to read verse five now. Okay, let's just start at verse six. But he must ask in faith without any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For the man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man and stable in all his ways. Honestly, like, I... <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. Do you remember that message that pastor gave the other day about like about receiving the blessing mm-hmm. and being when he said that about like billionaires? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not even kidding you. I, I I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one. Literally in the middle of that message, I had a tax try to come up. And I'm on the word. I'm sitting there on the word. I'm sitting right here. Pastor's right there. Pastor's ministering the anointing powerful message about Mm -hmm. receiving the blessing of God. And I'm literally having an attack right there of like coming up of like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I can't do it. I can't, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to step into that level Mm -hmm. of blessing. Mm -hmm. Because then what happens is you start to look back. So this is a horrible tactic of the enemy that unfortunately people have fallen for. I've fallen for it is looking at in the past to determine the future. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about this and I'm like, well, I haven't, the, the attack came up, the light came up. I haven't seen that in the past, so how am I going to have that in the future? Mm-hmm. Which is such a lie. It's such an attack because, uh, to be honest, and we talked about this yesterday some, is maybe I wasn't in faith in the past. And that's uh, that's okay to come to that realization right. of, you know what, I, I am growing. I may mm-hmm. not have had my faith where it needs to be. I may not have had my revelation where it needs to be, but I'm going forward, and the future is not going to be like the past right. was. The future is going to be different than right. the past because every day grows brighter. And you know what? I'm making a decision. I'm not going to be double-minded. And yep. when the attacks come up of lies like that, like like honestly, I pr- I didn't handle it as well as I should have. Mm-hmm. In that moment, like that day, this is just a few a few days ago, that, that came up, I didn't handle it as well as I should have. But now, like, I've, I've corrected it. And now, if that tries to come up again, I'm not falling for that yeah. the same. I'm going forward. Yeah. I'm, life is going to be different. Just because, I fall, just because I fell for that attack, like, a few days ago doesn't mean I'm going to fall for it again in the future. Yeah. I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward. And we... I haven't had that mindset. Amen. That is new to me. That is a new, having that faith triumphant mm-hmm. mindset of I'm going forward. Yeah. I'm going to be victorious. That's different. Yeah. Just being honest. Uh, but it's so important. It, yeah. It's life-changing. And if he is leading us from glory to glory, that means that whatever happened yesterday, that doesn't matter. Once we have that repentance, you know, it's like the um, men and uh, we've been studying the Old Testament, the different kings. And one of them, Barrett can speak to this better because she is the professor of this class. But there's one king in particular, evil guy. But there was a one sentence was all it took. He repented. And then he was able to have the favor of the Lord. He was super he was evil. Very evil. He was like not good, yeah. doing not good things. And so it doesn't matter what happened in the past, but once we switched that and we were able to get that revelation that yeah. God, I am the righteousness of the Lord, it does switch. I have, I found the verse. It's in you Romans, it? by the way. Oh, also, I think there are other, we're getting some Woo-hoo. wonderful scriptures in the comments, too. Yeah. You want to read uh, yeah. that one? And then I'll um, put, give it over to Barrett because I know she might have something to say. Um, it's Romans 2, uh, 15. And you guys can put that in the comments too. And that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness, and their thoughts alternately, alternately, accusing or else defending them 
on the day when, according to my gospel, God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus. So your conscience is either going to bear witness or it's going to um, accuse. It's either going to bear witness or it's going to accuse. Mm -hmm. And if your conscience is seared, it's going to accuse you, um, saying, you know, I'm not worth it. I can't receive the goodness of God yeah. or I can't become a billionaire because look at how my finances have been in the past. I'm believing in yeah. that way. Um, so yeah. that was the verse that we were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another one. If we Here, we'll hand it over to Barry. No? No? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the other one that Pastor put in the comments is, uh, um, ti what is First it? First Timothy? I was like, First Titus. That doesn't <laughs> exist. First Timothy. That makes more sense. Um, keeping faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwrecked in regard to their faith. Yeah. Um, something that is, <laughs> I don't feel like this is talked about a lot, but something that's really important in, in going forward in the dreams that God has given us mm -hmm. is being good at repenting. <laughs> like the smallest things, mm -hmm. being good at repenting over the smallest things. And that's something that has <laughs> really tripped me up a lot, a ton is like in that moment where you need help, where you need to just repent, whether it's over something big or small, mm -hmm. being like, I don't want to. I don't even feel good enough mm -hmm. to, to pray right now. Or like praying and then being like, did I pray right? That's something I've thought a lot. Did I pray right right there? And like I'll pray and like receive forgiveness. And then I'm, and pastor will be like, did you receive? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> like that's like being in like this cycle of needing to repent, needing to receive forgiveness, mm -hmm. even if it's just have over having had a lack of faith or something, not even something big. Yeah. And then just staying and wallowing and staying in this place where yeah. God, God, if God was like, here, let me give you dr the dreams that you yeah. desire, I would have been like, I've been like, no, I can't. No, I'm not good enough. <laughs> like, no, which is totally wrong. Um, that made me think of Hebrews 4.16. And um, we can put that in the comment, too. I have to do Find Hebrews 4.16. And Pastor has ministered on this verse a lot, and it's so good and just good all the bible's good okay hebrews 4 16 it says therefore let us draw near with confidence to the yeah. throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help when in time of need yeah. so it's in those times of need whenever i don't feel worthy or did i do this right i have no clue where the lord tells yeah. us and i believe another translation says let us draw near with boldness yeah. to the throne of grace so yeah. that we may receive mercy and find grace. So we can have that mercy and that grace. It's in the grace yeah. that we're empowered to do anything. Yeah. You know, to even pray correctly. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to do that. And the uh, the other verse that goes with that that I was, uh, is First is John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cl cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that is, that's the, that's the verse to stand on. Mm -hmm. And, and again, why are we talking about this right now? It's not even just like, okay, maybe these big, horrible things, even the understanding of, you know what? I haven't been dreaming. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, the enemy can come along and be like, yeah. you haven't, you haven't been dreaming. <laughs> you haven't been in faith. You haven't been doing that. Mm -hmm. Well, don't expect to receive now. You haven't been doing it right this whole time. That type of junk, <laughs> like that's the type of stuff the enemy does is like, 
you've done it wrong. You're gonna, you're just gonna keep messing it up. You can't do this. He, he'll, he'll make you get to the point where, okay, I'm not gonna dream. I'm not gonna be in faith. And then when you recognize this, he's like, my goodness, you haven't been in faith. You haven't been dreaming. Yeah, <laughs> he'll just start it right around. Sydney said, you know, my flesh had wanted to believe that God was mad and I needed to be super spiritual for a long time to amp back up to righteousness. Yeah, and that's that sin consciousness. I know I've dealt with that. Okay, let me get back into that place of strong faith, superwoman, and then I can believe to receive from the Lord. The enemy's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But as far as, you know, talking about dreaming, it's cool because the Bible does talk about that in Psalm 126, verse 1. Um, And it's talking about when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, and it says, when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. And so I wrote um, a note in my Bible from one time when pastor was ministering that joy and abundance are indicators of God's goodness. And we can expect that joy and goodness are a part of the blessing of as we're able to yeah. dream. That we can dream in joy. We can dream of God's goodness in our lives. Yeah. And God's just so good. Yeah. He's just so good. I have some other scriptures too. Um, um, Isaiah 9. This is just like a full of packed with scriptures, guys. I love you guys. <laughs> as I was praying on it, these just kept coming to me. Um, Isaiah 9, 6 was the other one that was sticking out to me. And, yeah. Okay, Isaiah 9, 6. <clears throat> Actually, I'm going to go to verse 3, and then we'll go to um, verse 6 and 7. Okay, you shall break, oh, you shall multiply the nation. You shall increase their gladness. So that joy, that goodness, you shall increase their gladness. They will be glad in your presence as with the gladness of harvest. Think of that harvest that you're believing for, that gladness. If we believe, you know, the word says, believe that you have received. So putting on that joy and that gladness, God, I have received. Whatever we're believing for, salvation of a family member. Or believing that an attack that had tried to be attacking me for however long, or um, an irritation, whatever that is, however it looks, having the harvest of whatever you're believing for, I have that now. And being that harvest, as with the gladness at harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil, for you shall break the yoke of their burdens and their staff of their shoulders. And then going on to verse 7, there will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. There will be no end to the increase. So we can put that faith that I continue to grow in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. That the dreams that he's giving me, there is no end to the increase. If I can think of it, if I can dream of it, if I can imagine it, that's just the starting point. 
If I can imagine a loved one that's saved, that's just the starting point. If I can imagine walking in spiritual gifts, that's just like desiring to be filled with the fire of the Lord. That's just the starting point. If I can imagine an attack that had tried to be in my life being done with and never coming back, that's just the beginning of what the Lord is increasing in my life. And allowing, allow yourself to dream in that way. Allow yourself to dream. What does it look like for this loved one to be saved? What does it look like for for my children to serve the Lord? What does it look like to be able to lead people in following the Lord, discipling, discipling people? What does it look like to increase in being able to provide for people, to be able to... um, flow in generosity to give a house away? What does that look like to give a car away? What does it look like to believe for my marriage in a way that I've never believed before? And allowing yourself to dream in those ways and get your get your hopes up in that way because there's no end to the increase of his government or of peace. Man, Bear, I believe Bear has something. We're going to go over to her. Well, one of the things that, you know, anytime we hear this topic it's very easy for the flesh to get excited about it and then very quickly because the thief is such a scoundrel he comes immediately to steal the seed of the word it's like you hear a message about dream bigger and then pressure tries to come as though it's up to us to make the dreams come true as though it's up to us to fulfill them why can we dream in the first place his name is jesus jesus and the anointing has given you the ability to dream again. Jesus and the anointing has given you the ability to dream again. Put that in the comments. Jesus and the anointing has given you the ability to dream again. You know, Serena was just in Isaiah. You flip over one more chapter into Isaiah 10, and this is the Lord talking through his prophet Isaiah to you know God's people who had been oppressed, who had been in captivity. And he's talking about a day of deliverance coming. He's talking about the day that Jesus comes on the scene. And what does he say? In verse 27, Isaiah 10, 27, it says, So it will be in that day that his burden will be removed from your shoulders. Yeah. What? The burden, pressures, weight, anything that was coming against dreaming. In the day of Jesus, the burden will be removed from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck, the thing that was steering you. You know, so often our dreams have been steered by our feelings Mm. and our thoughts, and it's, it's been a driving force. But in the day of Jesus and the anointing, the yoke is destroyed from our neck, weight is removed from our shoulders, and the yoke will be broken. Why? Because of the fatness. What is that fatness symbolic of? It's the anointing. The anointing destroys every single yoke. So that yoke, that thought that has been keeping you small, that yeah. thing that has been trying to limit your mind and say, you can't do better. You can't dream bigger. You can't go further. It's a bunch of hogwash because when Jesus came and Jesus sowed himself as a seed in the earth, what was then reaped out of the seed of Jesus? The anointing in you, the spirit of God on the inside of you 
became available. And if you house the spirit of the living God on the inside of you, what's impossible for you? Nothing. It's, a, it's important to recognize it's not about you making your dreams come true. Yeah. It's not even about you making yourself dream again. It's yeah. about us taking Jesus by the hand and allowing him to lift us up to his way of thinking. Yeah. Because Jesus tells us in his word that the Lord's ways, the Father's thoughts, they're higher than our thoughts. His ways, they're higher than our ways. We can't on our own do better. We, the law proved that. We can't on our own dream bigger. But if we'll partner with Jesus, if we'll partner with the anointing and say, Lord, it hasn't worked up till now. I have been thinking too small. I've been thinking too limitedly. I don't know how to do this, but I'm connected yeah. to the one who does. Yeah. I have a source on the inside of me who's greater. And the greater one who lives in me is taking me by the hand. And together, he's raising me to the heights of heaven. You know, one more verse, then I'll pass it back to the girls. You know, this morning, there's something that I've been applying faith toward for months at this point in time. Um, you know, and there's a dream that I have, just sharing it publicly. You know, Glasshouse, I have a dream of someday being able to run a marathon. Can I do it at this moment in time? No, not physically, not on my own. But Proverbs 16.3 says, commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. So as the Lord deposits a dream on the inside of you, whether it's someday you're going to preach the gospel, someday you're going to play guitar, someday you are going to just raise a family and your whole family is going to be saved and serving the Lord together. Someday you're going to be the person who can sew a car. Someday you're going to be the person who can live on 10%. Maybe that's the dream that's inside of you. Or maybe it's a dream like this one that I have. Someday I'm going to run a marathon. Well, I might not be able to run the marathon right now, but I can start. And if I commit my works to the Lord, the plans will be established. Yeah. So this morning, I'm, I'm outside and I've committed to the Lord that I am going to serve him every day as best I can, like unless he just super changes it up. 30 minutes of walking every single day, walking and running. And so this morning, I'm doing my laps up and down my driveway, and I'm just praying in the Holy Ghost. And I get to mile number one, and I'm like, well, praise God, I've done one mile. And then I decided, you know what? I need to push myself more. Lord, help me push myself more. And I started running. And look, it's been a minute since I've gone running. Like, it's, it's been a while. But I knew that I had the Lord tell me, do this. So I ran. And was it pretty? No. Just because you start a dream and it looks ugly doesn't give liberty yeah. to quit. You keep going. So I'm running and it looks awful. Like I'm sure the people that drove by were laughing a whole lot because it wasn't a pretty run. But I get to a mile and a half and that was the time where I could have cut off and been like, okay, Lord, I've served you in this way. I'm done. But I saw a goal in front of me today and I'm like, Lord, if you'll part, I literally told him, if you'll help me, I'll give you this last half mile. And I ran and I ran and I ran and I stopped. 
And it took me a minute and I had to catch my breath and do some walking, but then I picked it up again and I ran. And the last 10th of a mile, my body literally felt, I don't think I can keep doing this. But because I'd given the dream to God and I said, God, if you'll help me, I will put my feet in motion for you. As I wanted to quit, the Lord's like, I didn't back out on my side. So I kept going. And before I knew it, I had pretty much run the entirety of that last mile, save for a few minutes. Not because I can on my own, but because I said, Lord, I'm going to partner with you on this. And I need your strength to fill me. I need your help in this area. And he shows up because the word is true. But the only reason we haven't seen our dreams fulfilled is because we've disqualified ourselves from starting. Yeah. It's not a matter of whether we can do it. It's not a matter of whether you can do it. It's a matter of, I know the greater one can do it. And if I'll just start, he'll supply. If I'll put my feet in motion toward a dream, he'll back it up as I lean on him and give him the glory. God is faithful to uphold his word. And all we have to do is start. We draw on him and he fulfills those things. Yeah. And the verse that was coming up to me as you were talking, Barrett, is um, 2 Corinthians 3, 5, and 6. six. Not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God, who also made us adequate as servants of a new covenant. He has made us those adi- that adequate minister. Yeah. And I remember a conversation that I'd had with Pastor a while ago when there had been um, feelings of inadequacy of a dream that I'd had. And um, I'll share, it was a dream of uh, increasing my skills on the piano. And I've, I have a dream of it continuing to increase. But I remember that the, the enemy was really trying to attack me with feelings of inadequacy when it comes to playing the piano and the level that I had been at that point. That I was like, he, I don't even, like he, was, he would say, like, you're not adequate to be on the platform or what are you doing? Like, you're just faking it, basically. And pastor was... was stern with that and gave me this verse that if the Lord has given you this dream, that means in myself, there might not be the adequacy to reach the levels that I'm trying to attain for, just like Barrett was saying, but in withdrawing on the Lord's grace, taking him by the hand as he's leading us, he has made us that able and adequate minister to be able to take that that next step of faith into the dream that he's called us into and not despising those days of small beginnings when it's just that one step, when it's, God, I'm going to commit this next tenth of a mile running for you, running with you. It might seem like a stretch right now, but I'm committing that first step to you. And then he's going to meet us at that next step. And then before you know it, you're running a marathon. And But not despising those times, those whenever it's that first step of faith, when I don't know what I'm doing because I'd literally sit at the piano and I'm like, I don't know where to start. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I've tried watching YouTube videos and it just didn't work. And finally, I I said, God, sat down at the piano. What do you want me to do? And I started playing and it was just me and the Lord. And he guided me that first step along the way and just abiding in him as we did that and putting faith whenever that temptation to think that way would try to come back. No, I am an able and adequate minister in this dream that the Lord has called me to do. And I remember having a conversation with Pastor Nicole about uh, something else. And 
one thing that she had said that I hadn't even thought about was that whenever the temptations come, we can put faith that overcoming temptations gets easier and easier and easier. So whenever it does come, we just put it down just like that. It doesn't have to take days to put this down or going through prayer and fasting and needing to get it. But no, I'm I'm believing. And that's something we can put faith on towards like a dream. Well, we already have received it, that we have all things pertaining to life and godliness. So that means that when a temptation comes, we can believe that we've overcome it. And so whenever that lie would try to be there, as I believed that adequacy that the, that God had given me, I was able to take that thought captive more and more. Yeah, we have the confession on Fridays, the struggle mm-hmm. is over. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's so right, though. We shouldn't be going into the future expecting to have a hard time dreaming. Yeah. We shouldn't be expecting to, this is, you know, I just am really fleshly. I've struggled <laughs> with my flesh a lot. Like, no, we were created in God's image. Mm-hmm. We have... We have the spirit of the living God in us. That's, that makes it easy to dream. Mm-hmm. That makes it, when I'm in fellowship with him, that makes it easy to dream. This whole thing should be easy. It shouldn't be hard. We shouldn't expect it to be hard. Yeah. And I love it what you mentioned about going to the piano and talking to the Lord about it, communing with him about it. Because I, I think we have just the fact that we are on this earth, we're living in this fleshly body. Sometimes we can start to get into this mindset of, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm alone. It's mm-hmm. just me. I have to figure out this life on my own. Mm-hmm. We don't. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have fellowship with the Lord. We have, we have to listen to Him. We have to do it with Him. The whole key to all of this is what are the dreams, what are the plans that He has for us? Because we know that they're good. Um, it reminds me of Psalm 139, verse 16 here he's talking, uh, in, in Psalm 139, he's talking about, um, at this particular point, he's talking about like knowing us when we were in our mother's womb. When no one could even see us, he was forming us. He was, um, he was there creating us. He was there having plans for us. He has so many plans for us that he, he planned what we look like. He planned our skills and our talents and everything. And in verse 16, it says, Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. It's not like God's right now, like, what are we going to do next? (laughs) Like, before, when there was not one of them, when when, when I had an unformed substance, it says, in his book, all the days were written and ordained for me. It's not hard because it's already written and ordained. It's already in the mind of God. In the, in the imagination of God is my future. I don't have to figure it out. I just have to be in fellowship with him because he's got it all figured out. I don't have to figure out how can I be the best business person? How can I make a business? How can I do this? I have to be in fellowship with him and dream with him, but not figure it out, not be under pressure have fellowship with him because like he cares more about my life than even I do. He made it. I didn't even choose to exist. Mm -hmm. He chose for me to exist. He chose before I was even formed all the days and plans that he had for me. So I don't have to do, I don't have to figure out anything. I just have to, like you said, take him by the hand and just do life with Mm -hmm. him. Like there, I I love all the verses that talk about he'll take you by the hand. He'll lead you. Mm -hmm. He'll do it with you. Like, 
He wants to do it with us. Mm-hmm. He wants to on this on this path. He wants to be. It's not like I just I, the devil's lies are just so whatever of like I gotta make I gotta make myself have relationship with the Lord and make myself have be good enough to have relationship with Him and everything. Like the Lord wants relationship with us more than we even want yeah. it with Him. Yeah. It's not hard to take Him by the hand. It just takes faith. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. One thing that you said, you know, the Lord's given us talents and skills. He gave it to us even in our, when, before we were fully formed, you know, and he has those predetermined for us. And it kind of occurred to me, and this is a little bit of a shift, but <laughs> one thing that occurred to me is me giving into insecurity or not thinking I'm worth walking in the big plans that the Lord has for me is like burying my talents. <laughs> It's a little it's a little different, yeah. but a little bit of a different shift. But it's not a humility of it's a, it's a false humility is what it is. Yeah. Like, oh, like I, I'm not good enough. No, the Lord's given us, each of us, gifts and talents, and me choosing to believe the lie that um I'm not good enough or that God can't yeah. use me or I can never fulfill these dreams is burying the very gifts that the Lord has given to each one of us. And it just kind of hit me as you were talking and um, wanting to be good stewards and what the Lord has given us and that um, he has given us, the cool thing, he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. And we have that now. And so we don't have to give into that insecurity, that lying thought that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worth it, that I'm never able to achieve these dreams. If the Lord has given you a dream, and if you're not sure if it's from the Lord or not, there are many leaders, there's life group leaders, there's pastors in your lives. If you're not connected with Boomerang Church, reach out, get confirmation on those, but then you can put faith. It might seem like something in in the flesh seems unattainable, but God has given me all things pertaining to life and godliness. He's given me every spiritual blessing. He's given me his great and precious promises, and it's available to us now. And so we're not going to bury those talents. What's coming up to me is how much judgment that we've operated in, like (laughs) how much judgment of ourselves Mm -hmm. and other people and even God. But like, like we've judged ourselves so harshly of like I don't know if I'm worth that I don't know if I can do I don't know if I can be a billionaire I don't know if I'm good enough to be a billionaire Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's something that I can do and then like honestly the flesh will look at other people and be like "Hmm, I don't know they're probably not gonna do much (laughs) it's like what buddy was saying yesterday about like new believers he's like they can't even put two verses together but they receive like a child and like we judge like, like that, though. Yeah. We receive nothing. <laughs> um, one other verse that came up to me, though, is Second Chronicles sixteen nine, And it says, For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Uh, the the uh, New American Standard says, For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely him his have we walked around like thinking god is looking to show himself strong on my behalf right now god is looking to strongly support me he's looking to strongly support me in everything that i do today and everything that we do today every task 
every work project, every Christmas gift that we have to find, God is, God is looking. Now, I'm trying to get him to look. God is looking mm-hmm. to support me, to mm-hmm. show himself strong on my behalf. Yeah. I'm not trying to get his attention. Yeah. I'm not, all I have to do is have faith. And that's been coming up a lot yeah. this week. It came up a lot yesterday. Yeah. We just have to have faith. Yeah. We have to get out of work. Yep. We have to get out of trying to figure it out, trying to deserve yeah. it. We have to step into faith. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I'm not the only one that has wanted it to be more complicated than mm-hmm. that. I have legitimately, my flesh has wanted it to be more complicated than that. Yeah. But the gospel is simple. Yeah. It's easy. We just have to have faith. God is looking to strongly support me. And everything yeah. I do, I'm gonna, dr- I'm gonna dream even for today. What does today look like? Yeah. What does, what does God have for me in store today? I'm looking for Him to strongly show yeah. Himself on my behalf today, yeah. not 20 years from now. Today. Yeah, it's cool because that was something that um, Barrett had actually prayed out earlier this week that we don't need to convince God to answer our prayers. No. You know. <laughs> He's wanting to make himself strong on our behalf. He's he's, he's looking to and fro. How can I bless these people? How can I do this? And so it's not our job to convince him. We just relax in him. We believe in his faithfulness and we believe in his goodness that thanks be to God who's always leading me in triumph. And we relax in that. We get to relax in his faithfulness. I actually have the word here. And it, it basically, God was saying, stop trying to get me to move. Like, you don't have to convince me. I'm here. Yeah. Like, like, I'm here to show myself strong. Just rest in that. Relax in that. Relax in the faithfulness yeah. that I am your <laughs> heavenly father. I want to get my goodness. I'm not withholding any good thing from you. So yeah. we rest in that. I, I'm convinced we haven't even gone back and studied the... We haven't even, like, had full revelation just on simply salvation. Like, what was given to us when we got saved? Yeah. What's in salvation? Yeah. The eternal life, the, the sozo life. What, what is in that? Or, or maybe it's the zoe life. Mm-hmm. What is in just life? Because I, I think we don't understand. We haven't understand that. We're, we're receiving revelation now. We're receiving it now. But in the past, I don't think we've received even salvation because... If you look at Romans 8.32, in the NLT version, it says, Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also given us, give us everything else? Mm-hmm. Have we really had faith that, like, he gave us? Like, I know we're saved, but he gave us his son. Like, he, he didn't spare him. He's yeah. not like, you know what? I gave you my son. I guess I was really mad about it, though. Like, I didn't want to give you Jesus, mm-hmm. but I guess that I did. And, like, you know, I'm going to make you feel guilty for this amazing <laughs> gift that I gave you. Like, are we really receiving everything that Jesus did on the cross mm-hmm. or when he rose from the dead? Like, if we just look at that, just what was given to us that mm-hmm. day, that gives us a lot to dream about because yeah. a lot was given to us that day. Yeah. When Jesus rose from the dead, a lot was given to us yeah. that day. Have we, have we meditated on that? Have we dreamed? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to have the supernatural power of God, the same power that rose yep. Christ from the dead, lives in me? What can I do? Mm-hmm. What can I do that, that lines up with the Word of God? Like, 
He says, I can raise the dead. What does that mean? What yeah. does that look like? Yeah. Who, who am I going to raise from the dead in my life? He says, I can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. How many people am I going to pray for mm-hmm. that are either going to recover? Like, how often is that going to happen? Like, I want that to happen all the time. <laughs> like, what does it mean that Holy, the Holy Spirit dwells in me right now? The Holy Spirit is in me. Not in the future. Yeah. Right now. Right yeah. now, He's here with yeah. us. What does that look like? Like, just these simple things. We just sit for a moment and think about it. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm thinking, going back to what Barrett was saying, even the seemingly small things, you know, in our lives, like today, I'm going to have dreams. There's going to be increase today at my job. There's going to be increase in productivity and focus, you know, like, of starting starting with every day, you know, not in the survival mentality. Someday I'm going to raise somebody from the from the dead, you know. But yeah. that's for today. Yeah. Who's going to die and I'm going to be at the right place, you know? Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to Sorry, that came out wrong. <laughs> I, I get it. What coworker are you going to put in my life who has the sniffles and I can pray over them and see them recover like that? You know what I mean? Or who <laughs> I'm like encouraging myself right now because I'm like, yes, if the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in me, I can finish my work projects. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. We can pass the impact exam on Tuesday, guys. <laughs> Flying colors. <laughs> It doesn't matter how small your dreams are. But starting, putting that faith towards every day. Today, I walk in the joy of the Lord every minute and putting dreams that today is going to be a good day. I'm going to have a good week. I'm not going to have anxiety attacks. I'm not going to have depression. I'm going to walk in God's fullness in every area of my life today, starting right now. Yeah, That's for us. And the Bible does talk about those small things, yeah. the small foxes that spoil the vine. Yeah. The, the things that, the cares of life that mm-hmm. come up. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm joking about work. Honestly, though, like, there's, there's probably some people that, like, that's an open door. That's an mm-hmm. open door to the enemy is, yeah. is the stress of work. Yeah. Because the enemy will come in at any, any type of, like, emotional thing that we'll let him in on. Of, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? I'm going to receive the curse in this one mm-hmm. area. I'm going to. He'll he'll try to get us to receive the curse, even in work. Mm-hmm. Like even in, uh, I'm tired. You know, it was I'm just a stressful really, day. You know, you know I'm like, I'm. You know what? I'm just. I know the Bible says to rejoice always. I'm not going to do that today because I because work. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's Christmas. I got a lot of <laughs> shopping to do. Like you know, it, these small things. If we if we can't overcome being in joy in work. Like, how are we going to raise someone from the dead? Like, mm-hmm. by God's mercy and grace, he is so wonderful. But I'm saying, like, these small things. Like, we have to have an overcoming mentality in the small, tiny yeah. things. And that will build our faith. That yeah. will, like, we go to the gym. Like, we, we build ourselves. Let's build ourselves with the small things. Yeah. I am not going to put up with attacks. I'm not going to fall for even small attacks. Mm-hmm. I am going to overwhelmingly conquer. Yeah. I am going to, in every area of today, overwhelmingly conquer. Yeah. Uh, and then when I get to tomorrow, same thing. In every area of today, I'm going to overwhelmingly conquer. Faster and quicker, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And faith is now. Mm-hmm. If I don't apply it now, when am I going to apply yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. What you were saying about Christmas time stuck out to me that 
we, I know that there's like the uh, stereotype Christmas is so full and there's so much to do, all this shopping. But no, this of all months to rejoice, this is it. Of all months to put faith in that we're celebrating the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and putting faith that I walk in joy every day. There might be more of a workload because you're closed for a week or whatever, or there might be more shopping to do or more meals to prepare. So what? He's causing me to increase in every way. He's causing me to walk from glory to glory that the path of the righteous grows brighter and brighter until the full day of noon or something like that. Um, But putting faith towards this Christmas season, especially right now, that so what if it's like you don't have a free evening this month? It's a good day. It's rejoicing in what the Lord has done and his goodness towards us. We got to start with those small things. Yeah. We can't yeah. just not do the small like oh that's too small. Like yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have my head in the clouds and not focus on today. Mm-hmm. Like we need to focus on those small things. Where is our attitude at? Right. Like it's that is uh that's so important. Yeah. Amen. This has been really good. Yeah. And and another what was coming up to me I'll, just the last thing I'll say is right now like what we're doing right now we are Yes, we have a camera in front of us. We are sending this word out on YouTube and everything. But what we're doing right now, we really should be doing that all the time. We should be every moment doing this, encouraging ourselves in the Lord. Like, to be honest, I shouldn't, I, I, I'm always very just, I try to be really honest when I'm on here, vulnerable, because like, if I'm not honest, like, I, I feel like that's not very helpful and whatever. I should be, what I'm doing right now where I'm meditating on the word, I medit- all these verses and everything that we're talking about, I should be doing this if I'm not in front of a camera. I should be doing yeah. this every day. Tomorrow, Saturday, there's no lunch plus, there's no word. I should be doing this tomorrow. Yeah. Tonight, I should be doing this before I go to bed. I should be encouraging myself in the Lord, in the word, and if I only wait until crisis, or if I only wait until, like, like I'm in front of somebody and someone is like, I'm, oh, man, like, I got to pull the word out right mm-hmm. now because, like, this person's asking for help or something. Like, I need help. Mm-hmm. I need help from myself. Yeah. I need help from, I need help. I need to encourage myself in the Lord yeah. like this every moment of every day, That's all good. the time, all the time focusing on God is leading me to triumph. That's good. That the, the the path of the righteous grows brighter and brighter. Mm-hmm. All these things are not just for uh, between uh, uh, twelve o'clock and and one o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. this is, I believe, what was coming up to me is this is normal. Yeah. This is how we should be talking all the time. Like even when we're just by ourselves yeah. to ourselves. Yeah, that's one thing God's been showing me this week is what promise am I standing on today? And having a promise every day, what promise of the Lord am I standing on? And being able to have that promise to encourage me in the Lord throughout the day to be able to meditate on that promise. That's putting the word before our eyes. That's helping us to yeah. dream. Yeah, absolutely. When I look at my day is going to grow brighter and brighter every day, I'm going to start looking differently of how is today going to be better than yesterday mm-hmm. was? That's good. How, yeah. is, how is this evening going to be better than this morning? Yeah. When I expect for it, I, when I expect it and look for it, mm-hmm. that uh, that's faith, and mm-hmm. that'll bring it into manifestation. Setting my eyes on the promise, having expectation, I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. If, but if I don't have expectation, I'm not. 
I'm not gonna. If I expect to just have like a stinky day, what am I gonna have? Stinky. A stinky day. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. I, guys, I hope that this has encouraged you. I know it's encouraged me. Like I was speaking to myself today. I'm encouraging really me. Too. I'm encouraging me. I'm like, come on, Marky. When the broadcast is over, when the lights get turned off, keep doing this, Marky. <laughs> Amen. You guys can put, if this is blessed, you put some hands in the comments and we want to be able to pray over you guys. Pray that blessing over you guys as well. And would you like to pray? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to dream. Thank you for the expansion of our vision right now. I believe that you are opening up the eyes of the blind, the blind spiritually and even physically. If there's anybody even with poor eyesight, we believe that they're healed right now. Their eyesight is manifested that healing that we have been promised. Thank you, Lord, for giving us vision like we've never seen before. We go into the rest of the year with vision like we've never had before, not looking at the wind and the waves, not looking at the, the issues that the world would try to say come up for this month. We do not accept the curse in any way, not in the tiniest way. We reject the curse. We are the righteousness of God and we receive triumph in every way. And Lord, we know based on your word that you have plans for us. You have things written in your book for us. Every day is written in your book of our lives. So Lord, show us what you have for us. We will walk in, we will abide with you. We will abide, listen, and obey. We decide today to take you by the hand and let you lead us into wonderful things. So Lord, today, we make that decision right now to take you by the hand and let you lead us in victory and opening up the eyes and our sight, the, the sight of the blind, the people who haven't, seeing your promises in every area. Lord, open up our eyes to your promises in a new way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we want to give you all a chance to sow if you uh, are led. That is um, one thing that we want to open up to you guys. There's a whole bunch of different ways to give. Cash at Venmo, um, giveww.org. There's other ways that I don't remember too. (laughs) But if you want to... Um, partner your faith with this word. Uh, you're absolutely, we want to give you that opportunity. There, it, We don't put pressure on you, though. We want you to be led whatever the Lord is leading you. Oh, yeah, PayPal, text to give, crypto, all that fun stuff. And so we want to pray uh, a blessing over that seed as well because we know that um, as someone is partnering their faith with their finances into fertile ground, that the Lord is going to be is going to bless that. And yeah. so we're going to pray. Father, I thank you for every seed that is sown into today's word. Lord, I thank you for a quick harvest on that, on that, on that seed that is being sown today that is pressed down, shaken together, and flowing over into their laps. God, I thank you for every seed uh, today and in the future that is being sown. In Jesus' name, amen.